Hello, Craig Cody here with the Progressive Agency Podcast. This week's special guest is Ryan Stewart. Ryan is the managing partner at Weberis, a search engine market, a search marketing agency that helps B2B companies increase leads with Google through short-term SEO sprints. Ryan is also the managing partner at the Blueprint Training, a training platform for SEO professionals and agencies offering templates, SOPs, video training, and private Slack channel. Ryan, thank you very much for being with us today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit more after I butchered your, your bio. Tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, that's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, considering myself a marketing entrepreneur. I've been doing this for about 12 years now. Got my start in big consulting with Deloitte and Accenture, doing some digital transformation stuff. Quickly realized it wasn't for me and um, started looking online for alternate ways to make money. Uh, stumbled across what was the beginning seeds of what we now know as internet or digital marketing. And uh, just kind of fell in love with it, became obsessed with it and started building my own sites. Eventually started doing some consulting for some small local businesses. And that started to snowball into an agency. Um, At the same time, I was building uh, a number of my own properties. I built and sold an e-commerce store. I built and sold a WordPress plugin, ended up selling my agency as well. Flash forward for t- to today, after a long career of doing that, um, I currently own and operate my own agency, Webris. Um, we are a growth agency. We do anything it takes to make our clients more money. And I also have a training company where I work and train with other agencies to help them make their clients more money. So that's called the Blueprint Training for the record as well. And that's pretty much where I'm today, Greg. So, so tell us a little bit more about the Blueprint Training. Sure. So the blueprint training started after I sold my first agency. I found that there was a demand for, there's a lot of information about how to do marketing, but there's not a lot of information out there about how to build a business around a marketing skill set, which is essentially an agency or consultancy. Um, I'm a very type A process focused person. So one of the reasons why my agency sold was because I had very detailed documented processes and I was able to deliver very high value marketing work for a very low cost operations wise because of our processes, because of our systems and our ability to get results with junior staff. So that became very interesting and enticing for other agencies. So we kind of started by providing these SOPs via video training to other agencies. Um, and now we've grown and expanded to, we have kind of three offers within that company. We have a offer called acquisition, which is where we help agencies learn how to acquire their own customers, generate their own leads, build their own pipelines. Um, Then we have our original one, which is called um, Blueprint Scale, which is where, again, we provide SOPs and we kind of coach on how to deliver SEO as a service specifically to clients, how to grow that, how to scale that, how to manage clients um, and everything in between. And then we have a final one where we kind of teach and coach on more of the business and economic side, hiring, staffing, managing your books. Again, a lot of things that aren't sexy when it comes to marketing. If you Google anything about marketing or SEO, you're going to find tactics. I don't believe in tactics. I believe in strategies. Um, so that's what we try and teach and instill and coach through video trainings, through one-on-one coaching, through group coaching sessions. We have a whole bunch of ways to deliver it. But um, essentially, yeah, we partner with agencies and we help them make more money and help them make more money for their clients as well. And this all came about from what you learned in running your own agency and selling it. Absolutely. So, so let's talk a little bit about selling the agency and, you know, I guess some of the financial, 
mistakes you think you may have made, you know, in running the agency before you sold it that if you knew today and you sold another agency would be different? So be a little more specific there. So you said financial mistakes? Yeah, financial mistakes. One thing one thing that comes to mind that's specific to agencies and really I think any service-based business, whenever you're providing a service to a customer, um, you know, I use this analogy all the time when I'm working with my coaching clients. So we as agencies, especially, especially when you're first getting started, right? There's there's no startup costs, right? You get a client and you're pretty much profitable on day one and you manage your money. I call it money in, money out, right? Hey, I made $5,000 off retainers this month. All in, I spent $2,000 a month. So therefore my profit is $3,000 a month. But what they don't account for is the cost of goods sold, right? So again, if we're making mouses, if we sell mouses, computer mouses here, there is an amount of time, energy, and cost that goes into making this, right? And when we look at any sort of financial accounting, that shows up on a balance sheet or PL as cost of goods sold, right? But if you look at most agencies' balance sheets or PLs, they just go straight to expenses. In other words, they classify everything as an expense as opposed to breaking out their labor costs, which is our cost of goods sold as a separate thing. So we can find out gross profit versus net profit. It's a very small thing that a lot of agencies are like, okay, I get it, but like, I don't really see the distinction. The distinction is, is that a lot of agencies get into trouble as you scaling, right? You hit these ceilings in really any service-based business because whenever your product is people's time, people are unpredictable. People are low rational and they can be difficult to manage. And at the end of the day, you have to have proper financial controls on top of that. So understanding how much time you're putting into it, how much energy, how much it's costing you to deliver your service and understanding your gross margins versus your net margins is really the difference between being profitable or not, or the agency owner or executive team actually making good money off the business, or just having it be like a very high demand job with a lot of stress and a lot of ulcers that come along with it. It's the distinction of understanding what your labor costs are and how to account for those and how to track those. Um, that's one of the things. I, I mean, I've just kind of learned, I actually learned that after I sold my agency, part of the deal was that I was to go on and be an executive at that company. And that was something that it's really difficult to untangle when you're doing five, $10 million a year in revenue and you've got a hundred plus clients and you've got 40 plus staff and we weren't tracking that and it imploded the company. <laughs> um, so I, after I left that company, that was a big lesson for me there. I mean, so there, there's, there's a lot of things, Craig, that's probably the first one that comes to mind. Again, it's a very small distinction, but, and this is why really the blueprint exists because kind of my initial point about like, we are marketers first, you know, if you start an agency for the most part, it's because you probably learn that skill on your own, right? They don't teach it in school or they try to now, but it's it's too fast to really learn it. You have to do it really to order to learn marketing. So you're focused on the actual skills and the tactics and you get obsessed with that, but you're not understanding the full business side of it. So that that's one one of the ones that I would say there, Craig. Um, if you have any follow-ups on that, I'm happy to answer Yeah, well, that as well, I mean, like you said, it's many people become what we call the accidental business owner. They're really good at their skill and they go out on their own and sure. you know, next thing you know, they 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 really own a job. They don't own a business. Yep. Um, but you know, doing what you're talking about, knowing your numbers and looking at your numbers and not living with your head in the sand and, and using the checkbook accounting, whereas, okay, I have X amount of dollars. I could take it out. Okay. If, you know, you, sometimes you look at that and you're saying, okay, well, I'm making $12 an hour. Exactly. And I, I use that analogy all the time too, is that like, you know, a lot, I, I, I tell agency owners all the time that, you don't own an agency until you do nothing for the business, until you can step away completely. I, we call it like the vacation test, right? Like what if you go to on vacation for two weeks and shut off everything? What would happen to the business? This is actually one of our best closing lines for our sales team is like, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture going to the beach for a month. 
unplugging and doing nothing. If you came back, what would your business look like? And that is actually our, our, our best closing, our best closing line to get people in. Um, and on top of that too, Craig, I mean, something that I think is really important is burnout and overwhelm. And again, not understanding a lot of agencies, like, like I said, are money in, money out, and they get negotiated with by a client who reduces their retainer by half because that's all they can afford, quote unquote, right? And we can talk about how to position and sell that. So that never happens even if you want to. But what ends up happening is that, again, you don't track that. And what ends up happening is that you end up... And a lot of clients are different, right? Some clients will demand a lot more of you. They'll take a lot more of your time. If you're not tracking that, then you're going to be underwater. You're actually going to be losing money on clients on top of the fact that they're a major headache. They, uh, they're all these different things. So actually every quarter, um, my, my CEO and I, we sit down and we look at our gross margin. That's all we look at. We look at our gross margin per client. And if we're anywhere, 80% is, is where we aim to be. And if we're anywhere under, under that or over that, right? If, if, if that's upside down, right? If we don't hit that KPI, then we fire the client. We won't work with them again because even if it's no fault of their own, we just say economically, this is where we need to be. Otherwise, we're going to go out and, get, and just focus our, our time is better spent on getting new clients who can you know, fit with our system and process better. It's really, really small, but it's a huge, huge distinction that a lot of agency owners, and I would say any service-based business owner too, you fall into that trap. Yeah. I, I mean, that's very clear. We see it all the time. And I think uh, I'm a big proponent of coaching. I'm a big proponent of knowing your numbers. And if you add that all to the mix, you're able to kind of get past that. And sometimes it's just head trash. Okay. You don't want to, you think you can't, I can't quote that higher price. Okay. Until you do it once or twice and you realize how much easier it is. hundred percent. So I'm going to flip that a little bit. So you, you work with obviously a lot of agencies. Um, in addition to what we've kind of talked about, what do you see as the the biggest financial mistake that you know an agency owner is going to be making when they come to you? I mean, a lot of things, right? Uh, again, it's so it's it does start with that, right? It starts with that because that's really what gets you upside down on how much you're making. And and again, like I, I think so many agencies just don't because so many businesses are private with their financials and rightfully so in the world that we live in, especially with people under 30, they look on Instagram and they see a kid sitting on top of a Lambo and they feel all sorts of ways <laughs> about their business. Right. Um, when in reality, I think a lot of agencies, they just don't know what they should like as the owner, as the founder, how much should I be making from this company? Right. How much salary should I be taking? Um, and the other big thing for me too, and I say this all the time with, with coaching clients is, a lot of agencies get to a point where they're making between 25,000 and 50,000 a month, right? Solid little small business, um, no, got a nice little track record, but they're stuck. And they get stuck because, again, going back to, like you said, the accidental business owner, when you get paid up front for something, right? Again, if you, if you start a company that sells mouses, you have to put up cash up front, right? Just like most businesses in the old school, you got to put up cash, right? You got to put some skin in the game. With agencies, it's like, damn, I got the skill set. People want to pay me for it. I'm profitable on day one. It's pretty amazing. But the hardest thing to do is take a step backward financially as a human being, right? And that's what I have to really instill in the mindset is that once you get to that point where you're stuck, you're still overwhelmed, you're still taking, you're still doing everything for the business. You got to pay people, go hire people that are smarter right. than you. Right. You, need, <laughs> you need to surround yourself with people, you know, trusted advisors, exactly, whatever they may be, but you need to surround yourself with people because 100%. you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And it's really, really hard to do that because a lot of the time, again, you got to pay that out of your own pocket, right? And that's a step back. And I tell them all the time that like, yo, like you're stuck because you refuse to invest in the business. And I know that you didn't have to before. And I know you got a lifestyle to live, you got a family, you got kids, but if you want to grow this, like you can stay there, that's fine. You know, make your 5k a month. It's cool, whatever. But if you want to get to the next level, you got to pay people, <laughs> you got to hire people. 
I think the pandemic really proved that out because the people that stayed solo by themselves versus the people that relied on a peer group, whether it was a mastermind group or a coaching group or whomever, from my experience, fared much better. 100%. And, and I think we need to do that and because we don't know what we don't know. Absolutely. Um, so what two strategies do you think that agency owners should do once when they're ready to, you know, they're looking? Okay. They want to coach. They know I, they know they don't know what they don't know. So they're ready to do something. What should they be looking at? I mean, if, if, if that's kind of a loaded question, right? Cause I want to say, go, go like find someone who's been there before, but I don't, I don't want to just sell myself on here, but you could, no, that's, that's, but, you know, but, but at I the mean, end, you don't want to get somebody that's never done it. No, okay. for sure. Right. I mean, for sure. But I, I do think that there are if you don't know, if you don't know what to do, then seek out someone who has been there before. It, it, it's, it's, I think any successful person over the last 100 years would tell you that. I think it's gotten very convoluted in today's world because of all the quote unquote fake gurus and coaches out there that have programs that are garbage, right? Um, but if you put in the time, and again, too, it's just, it's, it's so much of business, as you know, is, is, is failing forward, right? I've paid over $100,000 over the last three years to coaches, consultants, programs, all different things. And I would say $80,000 of that was pure ass. <laughs> but the $20,000 worth of coaching that I got and helped me to open up a whole new, just basically removing part of my brain that was blocking me was worth the hundred grand and more, right? So again, a lot of people invest and, they get, and it doesn't work. And they're just like, well, screw these people. They don't know what they're talking about, right? So that could be number one. Uh, number two for me is... This is so weird with marketing agencies, especially, but marketing agencies are really bad at marketing themselves, <laughs> right? The number one thing that our clients come to us with is I'm struggling to get more deals. I'm struggling with deal flow and struggling to get leads. And the first thing I do is I'm like, well, show me, like, send me all your social media profiles. I want to take a look. And I look at them and they're just blank. And I'm like, well, you know, the first thing you should be doing is letting people know that you actually offer this as a service and that you can help them out. And then they'll look at me and they'll be like, well, you don't do it. And I'm like, well, I don't do it because I have a whole team around me and I've been doing this for 10 years. And like, we advertise 50 grand a month. So like, we've got our own systems that are pulling people in. So I don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't have the cash flow to do it, like you got to start with yourself, like put it out there, start sending messages out there. You know what I mean? Like just in other words, like work on marketing yourself, work on marketing your company. I know it's hard because you have clients that you're focused on and doing this for too. But like, if you don't have more and more leads, quality leads coming in every month, you can't grow. <laughs> you know, it's just the, the, the numbers just don't work for you. So those two things, I mean, if you don't know, find someone who does. And number two is that like, in my opinion, all of your free time, if you have any, and if you don't, you should make some, should be on marketing your business. And you, I shouldn't have to explain to you how to do that if you're selling marketing services to the client clients. But if you do need help with that, start with your social media. Um, if you have no money, you can send outbound messages to people, just starting, just have conversations with people. See if you can help people create content, you know, the whole Gary B thing. And once you get good advertise, that's all you need to do. And then you've got inbound leads coming, you know, I wake up every morning and my sales team is their calendars full. Um, and it's all because of our advertising system. So, and, and going back to that hundred thousand dollar in coaching and eighty thousand and all that other stuff, I always tell people, you know, it's the nuggets that you're going to get that are going to have the big ROI. So you may know ninety percent of what you what you're taught, okay, but that ten percent is going to move you so far. So yeah. that's really important. And, and I, th I think just just to tie a bow on that, Craig is is have an open mind, right? Is that so many entrepreneurs, especially ones that do it themselves from the ground up 
you know, first of all, I got love and respect for you because I'm we're, we're, we're like like-minded folks. But if you're not committed to growth, and if you don't like, <laughs> you know, again, I, I I've had five thousand conversations over the last six years with agency owners, and the 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 re- repetitive patterns that I hear with people and their problems and their pain points are astounding. It's like I could write a book just on like the four pain points, right? Um, and but one of them is stubbornness, and it's it's unwillingness to take advice because they're consider they're 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 convinced that they're right. And all I have to do is say, show me your books for the last three years, and let's talk about why you haven't grown. <laughs> you know, if you've been doing the same amount of money over and over and over again. It's your fault. It, you're the reason for it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to own that and you have to have an open mind. Like even if that person, you know, again, like it's bad coaching, like just push through it. You know what I'm saying? Listen to them. And uh, again, like for me, the piece of advice, they're just the, the small piece of thing that I got. And this really flipped my mind on coaching and on the concept of value, right? Because especially in the line of marketing that I came up in with search engine optimization, SEO, it's a very tactic focused industry, right? People are always looking for like the next hack, the next tip, the next tactic. But in real, and, and basically you build your service to be more and more deliverables. Oh, the, the, like the more stuff that I do for the client, the better. That's not the case. That's not how value works, <laughs> right? That That's actually not what most business owners want. Now me as a business owner, I understand. I'm like, don't send me shit until it's done. Cause I don't want to see it. Don't waste my time. Like I, I'm hiring you for a result. I'm not hiring you for the, for, to, to, for the roadmap. You know what I'm saying? So the coaching that I went through, I paid $30,000 and it, it, there was unlimited coaching calls that I could take, but I took one coaching call. That was it. That was all that it took. So I essentially paid one coaching, $30,000 for one coaching call. And it was just to show, I just wanted to understand what this company was doing that was allowing them to do that. And it just, it was that concept about you. So the point that I'm getting to is that you have to walk into things with an open mind. You have to absorb things around you, even if you don't necessarily agree with them, if you don't, uh, you know, it, it stands in opposition to who you are. At the end of the day, it's business, it's black and white, it's not personal, it's, it, it transcends political views and all this other stuff. It's, it's just good business. And, um, you know, have an open mind with that. You've gotten yourself this far, which is amazing. But, you know, the old saying of what got you here is not going to get you to the next level. And you've got to take a look in the mirror at yourself. And if that's you, if you've been doing the same amount over and over and over again, and you're still chasing advice in Facebook groups, it's time to do something different. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree. And I think many of those things are just not rocket science. That that when you figure out what they are, it's not, it's nothing, it's something that's right in front of you. Agreed. Agreed. It's the, the simplest thing is usually it, you know, and that's another big part of our coaching is like, it's so easy to get under overwhelmed with the amount of stuff to do on the internet now. And I'm like, you only need one traffic source to build a $10 million business. You really do. <laughs> you only need one ad. You only need one offer. Like focus on making that offer the best that it possibly is instead of spinning up all this crazy stuff, like just simplify it. And again, going back to like service design, it's not about how much you do for the client. That's not it. It's not about how much time and energy you put into it. It's about where they need to get to. What problem do they have and where are they trying to get to? All you have to do is get them there. And honestly, the least the, the less amount of stuff that you have to do, the less amount of time you have to put into it, the faster you can get them there, the better that it's going to be for everyone and the more that you can charge for that. Very, very true. So listen, I, I appreciate you spending some time today and I know it's really busy. Um, before we go, is there one last parting Bit of information you want to share with our audience? I don't know, man. There's so much. Do you have any any other questions? G- um, give yeah, me a lane. <laughs> let's let's talk about cash flow and let's yep. talk about cash flow and how that affects the business. Let's do that. Um, yeah, cash flow is important. I'm, I mean, I've actually learned more about cash flow because 
I've come to a point in my career where I'm making a lot of money off of my businesses, but I realized that parking that cash in the bank doesn't do anything for me. So <laughs> the concept of investing is something that, you know, my parents didn't teach me about it. You know, my parents taught me to go to school and get a good job and, you know, buy a house and do all that. You know, they didn't teach me about that because they weren't taught about it. We don't have to talk about the financial system right now, but you know, it's, it's, it's broken in the edu- in the way that we educate people in intentionally. So, right. Um, so I had to go out of my way to learn about investing in, and what type of investments that I should be looking for, you know, dumping some into the market and, you know, but, the concept of cash flow and investing, right, is to buy assets, let them cash flow to me, let those assets appreciate over time. Because if you look at it, it's basically just like moving it from one bank account to another one. It's just paying you much more than basically negative interest, which is what's happening right now with inflation, right? So, um, cash flowing from the business for me now, I see now it's kind of like I use this analogy all the time. Like, I, I played football in college, I played football my whole life. And you know, when you first get started, you're a grunt, you're just you're 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 in the pile, right? But you realize that you have to get out of the pile. You got to move to quarterback. Then you got to move to the coach. Then you want to move to the owner. Then you want to move to the dupe in the box. And then eventually I want to get to the person all the way up in the blimp because I'm not looking at one field. I'm looking at five different fields, right? That's how I'm looking at the game now. So I look at <clears throat> the, mo- the money that I make. You know, the first step to me is look, understand that the money that your business makes is not your money. Even if you own 100% of the, of the business, that's not your money, right? Until that money hits my bank account after taxes, unless I'm doing some, some pre-tax vehicles, after taxes, that's my money. And also for me too, is that I need to make a profit on my personal life. So I need to treat my personal finances like I treat my business finances with a balance sheet. And I need to understand my profit on what I'm actually making versus my cost of living expenses. And all that extra money that I'm not spending, I need to be putting it somewhere else. Get out of my bank account, put it somewhere that's going to go work for me. Um, and to a lot of people, this sounds basic, but um, you know, for me, I never really understood it because I was never taught it. And I especially never executed it. And, um, you know, it's been a couple of years learning about this and, you know, getting my cash flow right, if you will, to actually build wealth for myself and my family. So I don't have to work 12 hours a day for the rest of my life. Right. And the whole idea is taking that money that you're generating in your business and putting it to work for you. So you, you, you have so many more options when it comes to either selling or retiring or doing what it, whatever you are, but with a big chunk of change in other investments, you're in a much better spot. So I appreciate you spending time. Before we go, where can people get get in touch with you? You can get in touch with me. Probably the best place is YouTube. Um, post videos just about every week. It's just Ryan Stewart, maybe Ryan Stewart Marketing. Something along those lines. You'll find a bunch of my information, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you prefer. But YouTube is where um, you'll find most of my content. I push out a lot of stuff about marketing and business and entrepreneurship. So, Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Progressive Agency Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating and review of the podcast so we can continue to help you and other agency owners. Be sure to go to theprogressiveagency.com to learn more and make sure that you keep more of what you make.